You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome back to the Womanpreneur Podcast. This is Melissa Motes, and I'm here with my amazing friend, Amanda McEwen. And today we are gonna have some more fun, right? Well, I thought it was more fun when you called me a captain before, but that just got cut out. So now I'm just whatever you just said I was. But for a brief moment there, I was a captain. Oh, captain, you're well, captain. <laughs> you're a captain, and that can be a part of our blooper reel. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have one, one of those one of these days. We need to get days. one of those out there. We do. We do. So, well, we are back. We are still via Zoom. We are still testing technology to see what we can do while we are recording from separate places. But thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, uh, you're just rolling with us as we deal with all the changes. We are zooming. Zooming, zooming, zooming. Amanda, we are zooming. Okay. Um, so today we are going to talk about never stop learning. Let's just. Let's just let that soak in a second. Never stop learning. Sort of like Lowe's, never stop improving. It's like a good, it's like a slogan. It's 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 a a pretty good one. It's a really good one. I can get behind that. Yeah, I I, I like it because I, I think that's part of human evolution is that we should never stop growing, evolving, learning, doing new things trying new things. Absolutely. And I think the whole idea, you and I were brainstorming on what do we want to talk about on our podcast this week? And you had such a great idea on our last episode to talk about moral fatigue. And I think that was a really good thing to spend some time on. And then we were chatting about, you know, right now having some potentially some extra time on our hands. Not everybody has much extra time. Some people have been working from home forever and live their lives a certain way. And to them, it's this whole situation we're going through is still business as usual in a lot of regards. Um, But for others, they find themselves with a lot of extra time on their hands and wanting to be productive, but feeling a little lost on what they should be doing or what they could be doing with their time. And we want to encourage you guys to turn to challenging yourselves, um, researching things, learning, growing. Um, One of my friends really inspired me the other day. He's an audio producer, and he and I have been working together for years. And he said, you know what I'm doing right now? And I said, what? And he said, I am teaching myself how to do um, video, full video production, like um, editing, you know, and he said, I've never ever really dealt with any kind of video footage or video editing, but a lot of the same, you know, techniques and principles and ideas apply to how I, how I do it with audio. And he said, so I just looked up a bunch of free resources and let's talk about YouTube and what an amazing free resource YouTube is. And everybody's teaching everybody how to do everything on YouTube for free, which is awesome for all of us who want to learn. 
And he's like, yeah, I just started watching a bunch of really awesome um, videos. And he said, then I found an official course that had some specific things in it that I wanted to learn. And I'm taking the course and I'm teaching myself how to become a video editor. And he is in his um, mid to late 60s. He is super inspiring and has such a great attitude. And he's like, I have wanted to do this for a really long time. And I'm just looking at this time as like a, a gift. And I said, I love that. And so that was kind of what inspired this conversation that you and I are having. Yeah. And towards the end of the last episode, we talked about using an, a situation like this. And so if you're listening as we're airing this, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. If you are tuning in and it's not uh, April of 2020 anymore, this is during the time that we were dealing with that and everybody was at home. But we had mentioned that one of the best things you can do, or at least try to do, is to find the silver lining, to find the good, the positive. And that's a big part of what this is for a lot of people, is they have this extra time whether they're not working, which isn't always the best time, but it's still time nonetheless, or they're saving money because they're working from home or saving time because they're working from home. So they don't have that commute to and from work every day. All of this extra time, like you said, it's a gift in a lot of ways because it gives us this opportunity to do the things that we've been wanting to do for a long time, whether that's chores around the house or learning a new skill or like any of that. And I know that I, I don't feel that I've had a ton of extra time, but part of that is because the time that I have had has been used towards learning things that take up a lot of time. So it's, you know, for me in the situation that we're in, the first thing that I jumped into was learning things that would help myself and others in business. And for this particular situation, there are a lot of different kinds of loans and unemployment benefits and things have been made available to people. And most of who I work with are creatives and they're not great and don't love the paperwork side of things. And they get into these applications and there's just a lot of numbers and, you know, bookkeeping reports and things that they need to provide. And I had one client who actually offered to pay me to research all of these things. And I politely declined the payment because I felt that it was beneficial for me to know how to do these things. And if I spend the time doing the research and could help a lot of people, that's something that I should be doing anyway. Somebody else shouldn't have to pay me for that. And I did appreciate the offer, but it just morally didn't feel like the right thing to do. So I've spent a lot of time in the last two weeks learning about disaster loans and paycheck protection loans and unemployment and the ramifications of it on both the employee and the employer side. And I've spent a lot of time learning this stuff and it was very beneficial because there was a time last week when I think 90% of my clients called me asking for help with it. And I, because I'd already been paying attention now, not only do I know more, but I was able to help more people and be, and again, kind of remind them why I am this resource when they need help with their businesses. So it was it helped me and learning something else helped them because I could share that knowledge. And I think that's a big part of learning too, is how, how can you use it to help other people? Absolutely. And I also want to just say, I thought it was amazing that you offered your business services for free. Um, that was a really generous offer. And just, I know you helped a lot of people. A lot of people were having issues with 
that paperwork and figuring out how to fill out all of those applications. And you spend a lot of time um, just donating or, you know, giving your time to people. Um, and I thought that was amazing. So I just wanted to compliment you. It just, to me, it felt like the right thing to do. And a lot of it just came from, uh, okay, so social isolation and distancing, not something new for me. I'm a pro at this. So I felt like I had some valuable tips that I could offer for people who are trying to learn how to work from home or, you know, it, actually it's, it's funny because a lot of times as an introvert, people are very quick to push us to get out of your comfort zone and you need to go out there and you need to be around people more and just make yourself do it. Not understanding that sometimes it's not good for us to do that. But now it's this weird reverse situation where extroverts are being forced to stay home. And I see this meme that goes around. It's like, now you know what how hard it is to get out of your comfort zone because you're being forced now to stay away from people. And that's really uncomfortable for you. <laughs> But so yeah. I had some experience with this to begin with. And also one of my business skills has always been that I'm much more logical than emotional. And so many people are emotional right now that it, I knew that it would be helpful to talk to me. And so I could put just the, the black and white perspective on it. And like, let's filter out that emotion and how you're feeling right now. And, and here are some things that you can do right now other than just worry. And so I just, I don't know, I had that moment and I'm like I just need to spend the time to help people right now and maybe it comes back to me maybe it doesn't it's not about that so I'm just sure. glad that people actually responded and asked for help because sometimes asking for help is not one of the hardest things to do it is it really is well one of the things that I've been doing during this time is well we we put together we organized quite a few free hangouts for our tribe, for the voice actor studio, just to kind of like give everybody some camaraderie and some time together. And I've really enjoyed spending time with everybody and just chit-chatting, you know, not having a structured class per se, but just everybody hanging out. And um, we've got a few more of those coming up, which is amazing. Um, but <clears throat> one of the things that I've done is I've spent a lot of time um, looking, going through like, the services we offer at the voice actor studio and going through everything on our website with a fine tooth comb and like going through how to make everything that we do better and educating myself and researching new tools and new putting a lot of time and energy into what does my tribe need and how can I better you know, service them and better coach them and give them better tools. Um, so I've got a lot of fun stuff that we've been working on behind the scenes that we're going to roll out in May. And if all goes well, but I feel like I've been working kind of like around the clock in a really exciting way, just researching, writing, um, and just, just re, I guess, reanalyzing everything that I've built so far in our business and saying, this is the, the understanding and the information I had to best help and share when I created this website, right? Or when I put all this content together, but I've learned how I can make it so much better. And I'm applying so many of the things I've learned in the last few years to just making our business better so that when all of this 
uh, we get some normalcy again, let's just say our new normal, whatever that's going to be, we don't know. But our new normalcy and our, our brick and mortar doors are open back up. I'm just so excited to be able to roll out a whole bunch of new stuff for everyone. So I've been learning um, and applying what I've been learning um, behind the scenes quite a bit. And I'm excited about it. So I just, I feel like we have so many great resources available to us from just Google the World Wide Web, right? We have so many things we can just look up at our fingertips that I think sometimes we overlook just the amazing free tools we have right there. We'll spend time Googling silly nonsense things or looking stuff up on social media or going down a really deep rabbit hole that's really not helping us grow in any way, but we overlook the fact that we have all of these resources where you can just look up the answers to so many questions you have. So I encourage you to find out, find the answers to your questions while you're hanging out. Speaking of learning, like how, I mean, how many people have used this time to learn how to use Zoom? I mean, it wasn't Mm -hmm. something that was, I, I was aware of it. I've had meetings with it before, but it's now definitely become a regular part of a lot of people's lives. And so... Yeah, it's just kind of funny to me. But I, I think having some, when you find yourself with some extra time, whether it's voluntarily or not, I think it's a really good time to learn more about your own business. And it sounds kind of silly, but sometimes you get so caught up into the day-to-day and you're trying to do all the things that it, you just kind of get by and you're making decisions very quickly and, and you got to figure things out. But when was the last time you really got to sit back and do kind of an overhaul of your website, of all your systems, all the products or services that you offer. Are they still servicing you in the right way? Like, should you be working on your branding or your, you know, there's so many things that we want to do, but they kind of get pushed to the back burner a little bit because when we are busy and doing all the things, it's not always priority. But it, I think it's really interesting to be able to think about it and like, okay. And in in this case, when everybody is stuck inside, a lot of people have figured out, well, how can I offer my services virtually? And I've seen everything from uh, hairstylists who are giving virtual consultations, which is kind of tricky because they, they need to be hands-on to actually feel your hair, but they're still finding ways to help their people. You know, how, how do you take care of it at home when you can't go to the hairstylist for your your touch-ups and there's just different ways that people are figuring out how they can still connect and offer value to other people and there's one one part that I I talked to somebody the other day and I think this was a very uh, interesting thing when you you have that time and you really kind of become self-reflection or or self-reflective or you almost observe yourself she had found out and she had reached out to me for advice on how do you figure out your schedule because she, she is, you know, creative person and her, she just kept trying to force a schedule on herself that didn't work because it was one that worked for somebody else or it was what she thought she was supposed to be doing. But by really paying attention to the day to day, she realized every day from like 11 to one, she hit a total lull. And again, like a, a smaller one around two or three. And she just couldn't make herself be productive in that, those times. And it's it, when you work for yourself and you work from home and you create your own schedule, and we have talked about it before, but knowing when you're productive and not productive is a really important first step. So what she's now doing is crafting her schedule around 
her own productivity versus what she thinks she's supposed to be doing. So that little area around 11 to two ish, that's when she's getting her exercise done. And that's when she's doing the things that she doesn't have to think about so much. She's saving the morning and late afternoon time for the creative things where she can be the most focused and get the most done. So now not only does she have the extra time to figure that out, but she's found a new schedule that helps her create more time because she's more productive in the time that she's giving herself. So Super it's just been cool. a really helpful lesson. It's a really good lesson. And it's like, there's so much to be learned that, you know, just in observing your life. And one of the things that I was thinking about too was during this time where, you know, I'm not driving my car anywhere. I'm not, you know, driving to our studio or whatever. <clears throat> I'm like, what what are some things in my day-to-day -day life that I can change? Like, what, what what can I do better? Like, how can I enjoy my day more or take more breaks? Or one thing I really have realized is I was really forcing myself, I mentioned this in our last episode, to get up every morning, whether I was exhausted or not, because there have been many nights where I've, I've taught till 10, 10.30 p.m., driven home, I'm home at 11, and I still have to unwind for like a half hour to an hour before I can fall asleep. And then no matter what, I would still force myself to get up around 5.30 or 6 the next morning to go for my walk, whether my body wanted to or not. I was just like, you're getting up and you're going for your walk, Melissa Motes, too bad. Um, and now I just, I'm not doing life that way. Now I'm still doing my exercise every day, but I'm going when I have... I feel good about it. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm going to go for my walk this morning. There have been so many days that I've actually waited and done my walk in the afternoon. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I'm just going to do this differently. And I guess I don't have to get up every morning at that time. Maybe I should give myself that little extra time to rest. And then, like you were saying about your other friend, being more productive um, when my body is letting me. Um, there's a lot to be learned in that. So I'm really trying to make some new observations about myself and apply them to my day differently. So it's exciting. I like it. It, it is. And I, I think that that's a great thing to learn too, is that maybe the same routine doesn't always serve you. And it's, it's one of those things where we, and we've talked about it on the show plenty of times, how I intentionally do Pilates in the afternoons. It's the end of my workday. What's happening now, because I can't go to Pilates because the studio is closed, is now I have to do my Pilates and other workouts at home. And I'm finding that it's better for me to do those in the morning and then go to do the work. And there, nothing else really has changed, but it's just having the, the availability, I guess, to do it and changing that up. And I find that when I do that in the morning, at least I know it's out of the way because I find it a little bit harder to get motivated to do workouts at home just in general. It's why I've always gone to the studio because I need the accountability to have to go to a place and they have better equipment. So there's that. But <laughs> but I don't have any other options right now. And so for me, it's like maybe I don't get my work day started until 10 o'clock because I've done all these other things in the morning. And it, part of that, you know, I like to work out for at least an hour in the morning or, you know, and it's sometimes it, it doesn't happen. Now my, my routine is all over the place because it depends on the day and what works for me then. And when things go back to normal, whatever normal might be, who, who's to say, maybe I, sh I switch to morning classes sometimes. 
Probably not. But it's, it's nice to learn those different things about yourself. And another thing that I found interesting too, and, and this maybe isn't what you want, but sometimes being forced to go without things helps you learn what you can go without. And it gives you a really different perspective. And I've always, I've said this a lot in my life, but I think it's been very helpful in the situation we're in now. I've always lived very frugally. And part of that is just growing up with no money. My mom and I have talked about this a lot. We didn't have the options. There was just, you had to do what you had to do to get by. And we didn't have all the luxuries. So there's a, a very clear lesson from an early age that you don't need a lot. I mean, you need, you don't really need a lot. We were never without the things that we needed. But it also gives you an appreciation when you have those things. And I think that's a really important lesson too. But in the situation they're in that we're in right now, there's a lot of things that we, quote, need that we don't really need. We don't need to go other places to work out because there are things that we can do at home. We can go for walks. There's go for hikes when there's nobody else there and you can keep your distance and all that, those things. But you don't need it. You don't need to get your hair done and your eyelashes and your eyebrows and all those things that we talked about that you might want. And if you can afford it and you have the means to do it, that's fine. But it's not a necessity. And, and hopefully part of not having these things available helps people realize like, you know what? I don't need to do all of these things. Like people like me for who I am naturally. I don't need to spend all this money on my outward appearance. It, it doesn't always matter. Sometimes it does. Sometimes you feel better about yourself when you look a certain way. And there's certainly nothing wrong with that either. But it's just kind of knowing the difference between what do you actually need and what it, it's okay to not have sometimes. Yeah, it's just having a, a different perspective on it. And sometimes we get caught up in thinking that certain things are needs. And then all of a sudden you take a step back and you realize, oh, wow, that really is more of a want or more of a luxury item. And, you know, and maybe you realize you don't need certain things. Um, one of the things I wanted to touch on, too, is you know, that whole teaching yourself or bettering your tools or your systems or your processes with your your business or your life. Like for, I was thinking of the example of maybe you're a photographer and you are pretty familiar with your camera, but you feel like you wish you had more time to learn editing software to, you know, like to, to enhance your, your pictures or, you know, whatever, that kind of stuff, like Photoshop, for example. Maybe you just do the basics in Photoshop, but you'd really love to explore and, and you know, get better in that area. This is a great time to, to just sit down or maybe your camera has a whole bunch of functions that you didn't even realize existed. Just to kind of give yourself that, that time and space to go, I'm going to sit down with this camera and see if I really do know it as well as I think I know it. That was one of the things I've been doing recently with some of my audio software for voiceover is like, I know my gear and I know my stuff and I've been using it for 20 years, but I'm like, you know, let me see what other bells and whistles this thing's got. You know, let me just check into some of this stuff and watch some videos. And I've been kind of like, wow, I didn't know it did that. Or, you know, I've had a few little fun epiphanies. Um, Another thing, too, that I've been doing is I've been doing a lot of organizing, organizing in my home, organizing in my office, organizing inside my computer, like my filing system. Just I've been like, 
I'm like, man, I feel like I can improve some of this. I can tighten this up. I can function better if I look at some of this stuff. And I actually went on YouTube and I was looking at videos on advice for how to organize certain types of files, how to organize different types of content. And it's kind of exciting to see something through someone else's eyes and perspective and and learn their process, you know? And it's like when we were talking earlier, one of the things that that popped in my head was, you know, we have a certain way we do things every day and sometimes it serves us really well and other times the way we're doing things isn't serving us very well. And maybe you go visit a friend and you're visiting a friend and you kind of see the way they go about their day or the way they go about cooking something or the way that they go about or organizing or prepping for the next day. And you're like, oh my gosh, that is such a such an efficient, amazing way to do something. And it's just something you'd ne- you had not seen someone else do before. And then you're like, man, I'm going to implement that into my life and into my day. Or it could be a food item or a food prep thing or whatever. I was just when, over the uh, holidays, we visited a friend in, in um, Hawaii and he's vegan and he's very health conscious and just I really loved his flow of his day and how he did a lot of things and I was like man that's really awesome I'm gonna start doing that you know like just different little silly small things and um it's just fun it's fun to learn from other people so have your eyes and your ears open and and try to apply different things to your day into your daily life that's another learning thing. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. the, the software has been a big one for me. It's not just Zoom, but I mean, perfect example. Think about how we do our podcast. Typically, we go into a physical studio where there's a camera and there's lights and there's professional audio already set up. We've got Branch there or Abby there, somebody who's producing for us. It's setting it all up for us. And then we send things to Shane and he makes it look and sound pretty. And Shane, we really miss you right now. But because of what's happening, A, we can't go to the studio and record together. So we had to figure out Zoom. The first time that we did it, we found out that the audio quality on Zoom is not fantastic. And so now we're recording our audio both separately using a software I've never used before called Twisted Wave, which is very simple. And I'm liking it because earlier I tried Adobe Audition just because it's what I have. And it made my heart hurt inside just to open the program and think, I, I this is just for as much audio as I listen to in my life, I have zero experience editing it or doing anything with it. So where the video side, I've been learning a lot about Adobe Premiere over the last several weeks. And we've talked about that too. I just want to learn how to edit our own videos together and do some basic things just because sometimes it's helpful to do that, especially when you're doing a thing like a podcast that doesn't make money yet. We haven't done anything to monetize it. So it's just money that we're spending. And right now we're not spending that. And so we miss Shane and would love to have him mix all of these for us, but can't do that right now. So it's, it's a good opportunity to learn how to do some different things in the software side and you know, that's that's just kind of what we're doing. But it's I'm I'm very much a person that likes to figure things out on my own. And I, I'll I'll try a few things and I can't figure it out. And I just Google it really fast. And there's so many videos out there. There are articles if you do better reading. There's just so much information out there that chances are if you don't know how to do something, 
you can learn how to do it pretty easily. And I, I really appreciate that because I, I do feel like these are skills that can benefit me. And sometimes like you were saying, when you're trying to learn even your own gear a little bit better, and there might be things that were in your business, you outsource to somebody else because you don't know how to do them. You think it's going to be really complicated and you might take this time to learn how to do something, realize, oh, that really wouldn't take me very long at all. Then I can save that money and invest it into something else or hire somebody to do something else that might free up more of my time. There's just different things that you can learn by learning. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think another thing I was going to say about learning was I just lost my thought, darn it. I You said something and it sparked a thought. Now it just went away. It'll come back to me. I don't know, but just I was going to say something about learning is is exciting and it's it's growth and it is. It's I I always it's it's kind of an energizing thing, really. When you learn something new, it's like, "Oh man, that's so cool." But I think a lot of a lot of times we get stuck in our ways and or it's just like we were saying earlier, it's just a time thing. Like we just don't have time to to apply to learning something new or even something that we're dealing with. Have you ever done this? This is just a random example, but have you ever inconvenienced yourself every single day over something really silly and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm just going to take five minutes and fix this so that my life is better. I don't know. Do you, do you know what I mean by that? Like I'm I trying think to think so. of an example for you. Like, I don't know, like for me, an, a, a silly example might be getting in my car every day for a week and maybe my passenger side mirror is just slightly out of whack and it's just inconveniencing me. And, and I'm like, dang it, next time I get in my car, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to make that better for myself so I can see again or whatever. And then every time I get in my car for like a week, I'm inconvenienced and I'm bothered about it. And I'm having this <laughs> 10 minute conversation in my head about how horrible it is. But then I just stop and I'm like, damn it, I'm fixing this thing right now, <laughs> you know? And then I'm yes. like, ah, there, that's much, yeah. so much better. But it's like, why did I wait seven days or have 20 <laughs> conversations in my head about it, you know? Yeah. So, And I, I can't think of a specific example right now, but I think we all know exactly what you're talking about. And it's that thing. It's like, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. And then yeah. all this time, you know, here, here's, here's one. I had one of my faucets stopped working. It was a one of the sinks in my master bathroom, the hot water faucet, so, like something on the handle, it stopped connecting. So for about two years, I only had two years on that side, in that sink. There's another sink in that room, but I, I still didn't even use that. And it just came to like, I don't want to call a plumber because there, there are a whole lot of reasons why I didn't want to call a plumber. But I just didn't get around to it. I I Googled it. I tried to figure out how to do it myself, and I couldn't come up with the right solution at that time. And then finally, yeah, it was about two years later, my friend's husband <laughs> came over to help with something. And I'm like, why are you here? Could you just look at that? And it was a very, he did have to make a trip to Home Depot, but he picked up a little tool and a little thing, and then he just fixed it. And and now I have hot water again. And I was just like one of those things. It was there was no rational reason for me to wait that long. I just it, it was an inconvenience, but it wasn't enough of an inconvenience to encourage action. I guess I just thought I have yeah. other sinks in the house. I can wash my like it's fine. And so 
Yeah. Two uh, years of inconvenience. And then when it was done, it was like, well, that was dumb. Like, well, Or it's like, it's so nice when ago. it's, it's so nice when it's taken care of. And it's like, I guess right now, maybe that could be one of the things that we spend some time on is like, walk around your house and go, what are the things that are just have been really great inconveniences for me? Or what could I do better? What can I make better for myself so that when I am back into my daily grind or I'm really busy again and just, you know, I feel like I'm at going at full throttle, this is taken care of, you know, and it can be some of the smallest things like adjusting your mirror on your passenger side, you know? Um, but I, I, I try to think about all of those things. And um, I have been doing some, some, like I said, some organizing and some cleaning and just kind of like tightening up some of my processes at home. And I'm like, yeah, I've been wanting to do this. So there, there are some gifts in, in the, or silver linings in, in right now, which, is, you know, you just got to look for them. And, um, and maybe that could even be just some time spent playing go fish, you know, or learning, learning a new card game to play with your kiddos or your spouse. Um, I have a game I'm really excited to learn how to play. My husband used to love to play cribbage with, uh, his mom, my late mother-in-law and, it, it was just something I never learned how to play. And they used to play for hours and laugh and give each other a hard time. And the other night I said, you know, I want to learn how to play cribbage. We've got some downtime. I want to learn so that we can play because I know you really miss playing that, you know, with your mom. And he was like, I love that idea. It's It, it, it would be really easy for me to teach you. But it's just one of those things that I never take a little time out to learn how to play a card game, you know, it's just like, yeah, 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 I'll get to that. I'll get to that. We have so many, yeah, 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 I'll get to that. Leaky faucets or a hot, cold water problem things. <laughs> yeah, humans, we're just weird creatures. And that's, we that's are. Really what it is. We're just so we weird. We are. We're so and complex. I'm, I'm trying to, it's funny, for as much as I encourage and support and need routine, I'm using this break in the routine because things just aren't normal right now. They're just not normal for, for well, for very few people. I, have, I don't know anybody in my personal circle that thinks things are normal right now. And But one of those things for me is everybody knows how big I am on food prep and my meals are planned out. On, you know, I make the, the plan on Saturday. I go shopping on Sunday. I do all the food prep on Sunday. I'm set for the week. Well, now I've, I've been forced to change this and I'm making kind of a game out of it almost. And I'm making myself appreciate it is a, I can't just plan out recipes. I still try to, you know, I go to the store with my list, but there's a much higher probability right now that the store is not going to have what I need. <laughs> so it's changed. It's become a little bit of how can I very quickly while I'm at the store adapt and figure out a substitute maybe, or, a totally different plan. And also, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of getting what I can find. And then when I get back home, figuring out what I can make out of it. And because of the way that this is happening, and I do have a lot of meals that I prepared and froze. So I have all of that. But now instead of having my daily meal planned out, which makes my life easier most of the time, now it's, I have choices. And we talked last episode about how difficult those choices can be. 
But now I'm, I'm making myself appreciate that I don't have to eat the same meal three nights in a row until it's done and then move on to the next one. Like I have all of these options so I can just decide at night when it's time what I feel like the most at that moment. Where sometimes when I'm really busy with work, I, I don't, I just don't have the brain power and I need to have that decision made beforehand. So it's learning how, how to adapt two things that we talk about quite a bit on this show and, and making it fun, even if it's not fun. I mean, if it's, I just think it's important to keep that positive attitude all the time and make it so that learning is fun. And, you know, for me, I've, I was, I was a nerd as a kid and I always liked learning and going to school and doing all this stuff like that. It's just always been something that I enjoyed, but I think it's, if you're one of those people that doesn't like learning or maybe didn't when you were younger or, there were it was difficult for you because everything had to be done one way now there's so many options out there that if you want to learn a certain thing you can probably find a course online you can when when it's allowed you can probably find a course in person if you're better that way you can read about it you can get a book there's just you can watch youtube videos you can just figure it out by doing and trying like there's so many different ways that you can learn it's just a matter of finding the one that's best for you and that, that makes you the happiest in the process. Absolutely. I, I remembered what I was going to say <clears throat> a few minutes ago, which was speaking of learning, I think that there's a lot to be said for what we can all learn about ourselves and what we learn about you know, our day-to-day life and maybe having a new appreciation for some of the things that were simple things prior to us all being, you know, staying at home. Um, I've learned definitely about myself. I'm far more patient than I gave myself credit for. And I'm, I also have learned that, um, I'm willing to, you know, roll with the punches and, and do the right thing and, um, you know, just be flexible and, and just, there's just a lot of things that I've been learning about, you know, having some self-reflection throughout all of this. And another thing that I've learned is that I like to think of myself as a person who has a lot of gratitude for things. Um, but, now I, I realize certain things that maybe I t- took for granted a little bit. And when I, when we have our normalcy again, I just want to be reminded that, um, how special certain things are in my life. You know, like, like you mentioned, just something as simple as going to Pilates class. Like I've always loved going to Pilates, but like now when I, when that, you know, reopens and I can go to my classes again, I I'm learning that, it really is a big part of my day that I really value and really means a lot to me. Um, I'm learning that just driving my car and going to have a coffee date with a friend is just huge to me to, to be able to have that face-to-face time with a, a person I care about and enjoy a cup of coffee in a different scenery. You know what I mean? And, um, little, little things. They're not, they're not big things, but, but I'm learning, I'm learning how important those things really are in my day and how I don't ever want to take them for granted again, you know, so that, that kind of stuff. And I'm hoping that this whole situation helps people learn how to reprioritize a little bit and that, 
maybe there's somebody you don't see very often. And a lot of times this happens because you live in the same city, but on opposite sides of town and everybody's so busy and it's difficult to find time to drive across town and meet. But maybe people still have these Zoom calls. Like maybe it's a way that we can just still check in with each other and say, we don't necessarily have all the time that it would take to drive across town and have you know, a coffee date or a dinner or something like that. But maybe we can just hop on a Zoom call for 20 minutes and just check in, in in person. It's not really in person, but at least see each other. Maybe people will start to do that more because I feel like people are checking in with more people now and realizing like, oh yeah, you know, I would like to, to talk to that person a lot. We just get so wrapped up in our own lives. And I'm hoping also that businesses understand now that people can work from home productively when you give them the opportunity to do it. So not everybody wants to work from home, but for those people who have been trying to find more work-life balance and have been asking for it and their employers are just like, you can't work from home because you won't get things done and, and all of that. I really hope for a number of reasons. I mean, you look at how much the, 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 the universe is recovering right now just from an environmental perspective like the air is is clear like if you've seen these pictures of la without the smog and you see water that's not all muddied up because we're not putting so much pollution out there because we're all at home like maybe there's a balance where it's not you stay home all the time and don't ever leave but maybe people find some some ability to really appreciate their homes and spending time with the people they love and it doesn't always have to be such a big to-do. Like, hopefully there's some really great perspective and learning in all of this. And that that lesson that we always look for, I, th I think there are a lot of them. There's so many. It's like countless lessons in this time. I mean, but <clears throat> I've had a lot of fun today just talking about all this. And if there's anything that's important to me for anyone listening is just Learning is growing and every day is a new opportunity to become a better version of yourself and a more empowered version of yourself. And knowledge is, is power, you know, knowledge is growth. And um, and then you can share and you can help more people and you can help yourself. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. So just don't stop, don't stop learning, don't stop growing, and just just keep applying yourself in all ways and and find the lessons. Find the lessons in everything. Like you said, you know, it's there really are lessons all around us. There are people teaching us things every day if we're willing to look and we're willing to find the lesson. So I learned a lot today, Amanda McKeown. I'm glad. For a second there, I thought you were gonna break into a journey song, but it, you didn't do it. So what? Yeah. Which one? Don't stop believing. Because you were saying, don't uh, stop learning, don't stop this. I, I thought for sure it was going to go straight to don't, don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. <laughs> hold on to that feeling. Or, I'm getting all off key now, but hold yeah. on to that but feeling. It, yeah, it's a good one. That'll yeah. probably be in your karaoke bus because I feel like that's one of them. I think that in... Uh, what is it? Is it Living on a Prayer? That's the other really popular karaoke song. I think people of all ages love to sing those songs. Oh, living <laughs> on a prayer. Yeah, I love to sing for you guys. And I can't wait till we start the, uh, it's it's the voice actor studio um, bus. You know, it's it's going to have some fun voice actor studio stuff on the sides. I got a really cute mic. Actually, my mom, hold on, I'm going to show it to you because I can. Hold on, I just 
learned that when you do a podcast from home and you reference things at home, you can just grab them and show. <laughs> hold on, hold on really fast. Okay, so for really those fast. of you who are listening and not watching, Melissa is now searching for something. And oh, she has thumb holes on her sweater. Those are the best kinds of sweaters. It's, yeah, thumb holes. Something that's so, important. My mom sent me this gift in the mail. I'm showing everyone. She said, honey, this is for your car. It's for karaoke in your car. <laughs> it is, it's a pink, it's a pink sparkly microphone and it has, I don't even know, haven't even, I haven't even spent time to read all of the lovely directions. Oh, look, it has a, it has a cover. I don't want to cover that up. That's so pretty. Anyway, um, I am going to learn all about my karaoke microphone so that I can use this in my bus soon. And I hope that you will sing with me. Will well, you sing with maybe me? Maybe you can Amanda? learn some new songs from a different decade. Um, I, I don't think you need to because the 80s and 90s songs are still the best ones. But you could. So, you could use They're the so rad. Um, just a quick shout out to my favorite Pilates instructor of all time, Mora, because she told me she sometimes listens to our podcast. I hope she's listening. I just want to say that her set list during Pilates is the best out of any that I've ever heard. She listens. She does major 80s music during our, our Pilates. It's just a little shout out that I appreciate it. Little Bon Jovi going on in the background really helps me stretch out my quads. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. I learned stretch a great deal. Stretch out your quads. I have nothing to add to that. I think we're yep. good. We learned learned something new today. Hopefully. Yep. And uh, you guys have a great day. And thanks for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Womanpreneur Podcast. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.